if you're like, boy, looks like they're working with a green screen, huh? And someone's like, yeah, no shit, buddy. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I feel really stupid. Yeah. Like, Fuck, I thought I had something there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, is, it is like the ultimate, you know, how the, there's like the Twitter response, like, thought you thought you had something king or something that is what that is they they said they say thought you had something king yeah that's so nice no it's not it's it's like man you you thought you had something there didn't you and fuck yeah i did but i I like ending i like ending it with king i might have thrown that in i might i might me just being a nice person I, I, I like the idea of like cleaning up Twitter that teeny bit where like you're still being you're still a jerk. like mocking that person. Yeah. Like uh, what's uh, who's the guy? Um, J- uh, John Cryer. Yeah. From um, Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men. Yeah. There was a video of this woman uh, singing the national anthem, and she was like in a park, and a guy was walking by, and he walked over, and he started singing in harmony with her and it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a, a nice, nice little video. And I don't know when this was, it was, I think it was a while ago, but like it was getting spread around of like these two strangers just singing together. Like, isn't this, I think, I think it was, I think, well, like one of them was white, one of them was black or something. And it was like, so it was being spread and like presented as like uh, Hey, this is just a small little moment, but shit, man. Like, there can be like a good 10 seconds in the day or whatever. And yeah. anyway, uh, John Cryer tweeted it with like, man, it takes some balls to just walk up to somebody and sing the high harmony on uh, the national anthem. But I'm glad he did it. And I responded. I was like, yeah, it's a lower harmony. Oh, no. <laughs> You dick. <laughs> you fucked up, kid. And like all the responses were like, I'm crying at this. This is so beautiful. And I was like, yo, you mean well. I think I said that. I was like, yo, like I fuck with your message, but you're you're incorrect. You <laughs> fucked up, King. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You're that just half like, a man on this one, King. <laughs> <laughs> where where are the other two men? <laughs> Who are the other two men, King? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we gotta start saying shit like that to people. (laughs) Brunch, hit it, boys! We're recording, comma, it's Monday, no serial comma, and people are pissed. Mm, oh, um, it's been a while since we've gotten one of these. I'm very excited. I think you know what we're pissed about. We had this conversation oh, yeah. offline. We know what we're pissed about. I didn't know if it was the, I mean, sometimes you like to, we've had conversations offline, you bring it to the podcast, and it's something completely different. I never know, really know where you're going off the top of that episodes. So... Uh, yeah, now I do know where you're going. Proceed. No, you tell them. I'm so mad. I don't even know if my, my lips can, <laughs> if I can fix my mouth to, to say the words. The old boys at, uh, at, uh, lights, camera podcast are, are friends, maybe acquaintances, ex-friends at this point. Uh, 
sometimes uh sometimes enemies uh, sometimes enemies i don't know it's so tough with like online people you know yeah like i would say like jeff Lowe is an online friend ken jack definitely an online friend ken jack so i would say definitely. like these are they're, these are friends but as an entity i feel they're i feel there's like a very um there's just like a there's there's a, a bit of like a a mutual fuck you going back and forth, even <laughs> yeah. though sometimes we like to in work a respectful together. way, in a respectful right. way. Um, but yeah, our pals over at LC LCP, uh, they they're really good on social. Got to give it to them. That's one of the, the the. I mean, Jeff is a monster on social. He knows what drives engagement. Ken Jack loves fucking tricking people. One of the funniest people on Twitter. <laughs> uh, they stole one of our six things. We have six things on this podcast that we that we like to talk about. If you don't like any of those six things, you're probably not listening to us. Exactly. Or maybe we convinced you to, to, to like one of those six things with us. And we don't ask a lot. We don't ask a lot here. But what we do ask is if we have our six things that you don't fucking touch them. They yeah. belong to us. And we get to talk about it. You can have every single thing else in the world other than those six things. Including listeners. <laughs> right. That you for sure can take the listeners and you for sure have. You have lots of them. We got our, our, our dozens of pals. But when you send With out whom a tweet, we also have like a mutual fuck you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, by, oh, you want to listen to us? Go fuck yourself. Right. We don't, we yeah. don't need you. <laughs> Stop kissing my ass. Yeah. You're making me real uncomfortable over here. I don't need you listening to the things that I say uh, when I do a podcast. No, the the guys from LCP, they sent out a tweet yesterday, uh, uh, like a meme with Robert from Everybody Loves Raymond. And I saw it and I was legitimately outraged. I was like, what? Well, how fucking dare you? Like you are, you are coming on our street corner and taking a shit right on our street corner with us standing right there. I was in Maine, so like depending on whether I was outside, inside, whatever, my service on my phone was kind of like cutting in and out. So I've just been getting tweets and texts in like out of order batches and stuff. So I saw that uh, I saw somebody tagged me in a tweet. There was a response to the Lights Camera podcast that said "Stolen Valor," <laughs> and I was like, "I'm so excited! Like, what could this be?" Then I forgot about it, of course. And then like 15 minutes later, I was inside and you texted me that I'm just, it's just dawning on me now. That these are all connected, but we were like, yo, for real, like how many things do we have? I think I said 13. I think Maybe? you said six. I, I stole said, six okay, from six? you. So stolen valor there. It's but let's, rattle them off. let's rattle them off. What, what are the things that we would be mad at if somebody stole? Mama Mia, uh, Father John Misty. Those are the big two. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure. Everybody loves Raymond. So, like, Raymond is, I think, Rushmore brunch stuff. So, even if you want to take away the other two that are in the six, mm-hmm. like, I think the first three that come to mind, you're right. Mama Mia, Father John Misty, and, like, then it's it's Raymond. And there are things, like, like we Thunder, talk about, like, Taylor Swift. Like, everybody talks about Taylor Swift. Yeah, but, that, yeah, we're but not that's gonna, because she's insanely popular. Right. Like, like we're, not, we're, not, we're not, I mean, yeah, R- Raymond, very, very niche following. Yeah. Even, but like, like, Paddington. We did a Paddington episode, but at this point, like, you can't claim that, that, that Paddington is a brunch thing because it's just a universally beloved movie. Right. I, I may, maybe being, like, a little too into Midsommar uh, yep. could, could be one of our things, but... but our real things are like few and far between. I think that most of our things are just like 
bullshit things that we make up between uh, the two of us. But as far as like pop culture things on which we'll always uh, rely, I mean, Raymond is right there. Specifically, I, I was going to say specifically Robert, but that's not true. It's specifically no. Raymond. Yeah. I would say Raymond and Deborah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you took you took the third thing from our thing that everybody literally loves. I mean, if they sent out a, like a lemon pepper chicken tweet, I would have fucking I would have shown up on the doorstep of Jeff Lowe's apartment. Yeah, Thunder, I guess, would be one of those things. Even though Thunder was a huge thing, but like nobody was weirder about Thunder than us. Yeah, yeah, like even when even when uh, um, Pardon My Take got Imagine Dragons on and like started making Thunder jokes, like I was like, this is copyright infringement. Yeah, Thunder also became Thunder became like a joke as well. But I think it was like separate from us, and it was after us. Yeah, like that. That one felt good. We were like yeah. ahead of the trend. We're not usually ahead of the trend. We're usually like never, two years behind. Yeah, and that's what like that's part of the joke. But being ahead of the curve is cool. Feels nice. I think we we've done two tweets from the brunch account to them. Like I think you you quote tweeted their tweet saying like, uh, "Excuse me, like what the fuck is this?" I hit him with the response to the tweet, so everyone can see it. So all the, their followers can see it. Hit them with the classic, I'm going to kick your ass. And just waiting to hear back from them because LCP, they'll tell you it stands for Lights, Camera, Podcast, but the way I see it these days, it, they're lousy, cowardly phonies, if you ask me. <laughs> what could we steal from them? Like uh, Google, uh, like uh, Google Drive uh, vote links. <laughs> yeah, Google's like Google document vote things. They they are so like meticulous and like they they really do. They're organized on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That is like that. That shows how meticulous Sir. they are. That they're like, we hey, we want to hear what you have to say, and we're gonna actually like compile this data. That is otherworldly. Yeah, we we make up like a fake email address that we never check, and we're like, yeah, send all your responses there. We'll get to them. Oh yeah, we always say like, give us give us a call on the buzz. Just uh, <laughs> dial us up, hit us up on Twitter. I, I feel like every time we say like, so tweet at us about whatever, we then get into a conversation about how we absolutely do not care <laughs> what the people are going to tweet at us. Uh, we could steal. Uh, we could steal the slap. That was a big LCP thing. Oh yeah, that's right. And I think did this all start as a result of uh, of Peacock? Uh, possibly, yeah. Because Raymond and I've got to figure this out as an NBC employee. So P- Peacock, uh, everybody says it's it's great. Like I said, I've been places with uh, limited internet, so I, I guess I've I've not been so hot on all the apps and whatnot. But everyone's saying Peacock, NBC's uh, streaming service, is. Uh, is really really good, but one of the things it has is it has Raymond. Mm-hmm. It was on it was on NBC back in the day. Oh, uh, Raymond was CBS. Uh, it might have been for a while, but I think that there was a stretch where it was on NBC. It pulled a Scrubs. Yeah, switched. I, so. uh, I could be wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about ever. Let's look this up. Do you, yeah, you guys I, can t- tweet it? Tweet uh, the answer to us as well. <laughs> uh, Peacock is free, by the way. Which is very nice. Peacock ran uh, on CBS. 
Oh, everybody loves Raymond ran on CBS. I'm sorry. See, yeah, Raymond ran on CBS. So like, how does Peacock get that? That's, wow, that's, a, that's an ultimate cuck. That's, I mean, that's, that's a get mm-hmm. for NBC because they've already got, they've already got like a lot of the big guns just because anything that has ever aired on Thursday night uh, on NBC starting from like, I don't know. It wasn't like cheers before friends. I don't know. I, anyway, they like CBS has, has like eight NCISs and they got me. So what else could you, what else more could you want? Yeah. Anyway. So I think that this came from them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that cheers ran into the early nineties and then, then friends uh, took it from them. Um, I think this came from, they were probably nerding out on Peacock getting all excited watching episodes of the office and friends and all those, those shows. And they were like, yo, Raymond's here. Let's tweet some jokes about, let's make some Raymond mean they, they even did. They did like hashtag, hashtag Raymond Ray memes, Ray memes. For Which, all we know, like, they were just jumping on a trend, but I don't, it doesn't sound like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it either way. Like I, I, I figured once I saw it, I was like, there could be some, some joke that I'm missing here. Um, that I'm sure that they discussed it on the podcast. Hey, hey, we'll do this and whatever. It doesn't matter. Stay off our, our corner. I don't care whether you're mocking, uh, whatever. Leave the everybody loves Raymond to us. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here, but is there any gif or like clip from a show or movie that you have never found but want to exist because there's a lot of times you want to use it? Oh, shit. There's a really strong one that comes to mind for me. And I've I mean, like l- looked for it a bunch of times. There definitely is for me, but I don't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head what it is. Cause I, I mean, I've thought about going and making one just for the sake of it, but I, I can't, I can't recall why. What's that actually is, that actually is a good uh, topic. Uh, listeners tweet seriously tweet, seriously tweeted us at, at the brunch count tweet, uh, th- gifts or, clips from movies because i'm into the like i like to do the the actual video clip these days i'm sure any, anyone who's been keeping up with old cousin cj uh is quite aware of, the, of that i, I like I, I like adding a little uh, audio to the to the to the, <laughs> yep. the clips anyway we should uh, do like a we should do like a brunch vault of of like non-existent gifts oh that was a uh, what's it called did that uh so i want to clarify talking about things that actually exist though not like uh gifts that not like oh i wish right. there was a gif of like the, uh, the, no. the onion did a thing like this it was like the top 10 uh gifts that would be so great if they existed <laughs> and one of them was like rashida jones taking a sip of coffee and winking it would be a good ass gift like that that would right like everybody would use that yeah um <laughs> mine though my real one that I've just not found online could make it myself. Don't feel like it. Walter White walking into the parking lot, going up to the, uh, the meth head saying, uh, stay out of my territory. That doesn't exist. You know, when he sees the guy at the gro- yeah. at the, uh, the hardware store. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Not when I've looked for it. No, I don't huh. think so. And certainly not. I don't think of videos out there. The, the the base for like those videos, I feel like unless it's of Stephen A. Smith are not easy to find. I feel like there's a lot of like Stephen A. Smith reaction videos that everybody uses. Everything everything that Stephen A. Smith has ever done has been clipped and turned into a meme that's been used a thousand times. I think one of the best accounts on the internet is the Stephen A. Smith burner yes, account. I was it's just so about to fucking bring it up. good. 
it's amazing and it never misses yeah it's Somebody, it's so good and like across the board you'll find you'll find like some bit of hollywood news and somehow some way <laughs> yeah. the stephen a smith fucking burner account is in there with a perfect reaction For, and i twitter must sort it by like if it's an account you follow they'll put mm. it up top yeah because the, the way my the way my dumb brain interprets it is he's always first he's always <laughs> the first to respond so like like Mark Ruffalo will tweet something or whatever. And uh, the first response is Stephen A. Smith burner account. So let's care podcast. We're figuring out what to steal from you. Uh, we could do, let's see. I don't I mean, know. The maps, the maps are a big one, but they're so good at the maps. that I don't even want to steal them from them. The maps are the best. And every time they do those, I'll quote tweet it with this always makes me laugh or something like these always, these, these ones are always funny. And the first five responses are still like, always what the like, fuck. Well, it's wrong. So uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, if, if you like things that are clearly wrong, you think that I love that they, it is unbelievable, like how many smart people that they continue to dupe with those every time. Yeah, it is crazy. And but I mean, the, my favorite part is always the acronyms. The acronyms are fucking hilarious. Well, that's where it should be a dead giveaway that it spells out like fart. Shart. Or like yeah, that. yeah, shart was was <laughs> that one um so we'll we'll think about what to do with uh lights current podcast maybe like we, we've obviously had a, a diss track back and forth with them just thinking of doing like maybe like a super long diss track like a like a three hour and 15 minute diss track you just chip away at like 20 That's minutes a day very on brand for us finding something that we like and then just just fucking crushing it into the ground polarizing it overboard yeah we'll we'll start working on it now and in like two and a half years be like you want to take raven from us motherfuckers (laughs) twitter won't even exist in like two years (laughs) don't you dare steal our twitter content be like yo twitter was over two years ago (laughs) Uh, oh shit you were on twitter cancel you just admitted you were on twitter Bye. Uh, a little programming notice. We are not returning with what's cooking this week. Maybe next week. Yeah. What's yeah? I mean, I want. It's, I such, a bum- keep, it's such a I bummer wanna- because like there we got so much momentum in that in that category and in that area, uh, and we want to do the next one really bad, but we're just like can't find the right time at, at, yeah. at this point. I hope you're all still with us on the on the cooking. Um, yeah, whether. I mean, I think they are because I've had I've literally had people ask. Like you gonna it cook takes, or what? Yeah, and it takes a lot for people to to ask me about like, hey, when's the next brunch thing happening? <laughs> hey, I'd like an update to, to ask anybody. Hey, I'd like an update on your pod. Hey, please tell me about your podcast. Nobody <laughs> yeah, ever says that. No. So uh, very excited that people are excited about what's cooking. The next one should be soon. Should yeah, be we're we're gonna be cooking. We're gonna be cooking pretty soon. And it has <laughs> been decided that uh, that. We're still cooking with oh, yeah, more yeah. cook. Still yeah. cooking with more cook. Um, and I don't know. Is this going to be the last one? I feel like this should be the last one. We should make a GIF of... Uh, we should take the GIF or the video, I guess, of uh, of I'm Not Leaving from Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Put Dane Cook's or I don't know, like one of our faces over uh, over Leo this is already then, too much work. It's definitely not going to happen. But dub it in. <laughs> We're still cooking. <laughs> We're still cooking. 
we're still cooking. And then everybody gets up and they start, they're really excited because we're still cooking. Uh, yeah, this will probably be the, I think this will probably be the last cook one. This is like the cook rubber match. Yeah. I'll tell you. I mean, a handful of swallowed got a nice, like little, like tidy one, nothing victory. Mm-hmm. And, and oh boy, they got fucking blown out in, in game two <laughs> with that seven Oh loss. Really, really tough. So, now yeah, so this, this could be the this could be the rubber match. It's going to need to be like a a pretty resounding victory in game three on well, aggregate. That's the thing. It, even if even if it comes back and it's like, oh, nice little three two win, has to be like no. It has to be like the biggest win we've ever seen. <laughs> yes, right. This I mean, it literally it has to be as good as retaliation was bad. It's yeah, got to negate yeah. that. So then you yeah. can get that one nothing victory for harmful of swallowed. I gotta say. I don't like his chances. I don't know what the betting odds are, but oh boy, I am, I am crushing. I don't know whatever team is not the Dane Cook content being good. I am very excited though to uh, to like venture into other areas of what's cooking because I did some research a week or two ago and found out that like there is a, a section of Twitch that exists with people just watching movies and TV shows. Oh, so you things. can do that? Yeah. Is it? L-E-G-A-L? I don't know, but like I would assume so because there were like thousands of people in these streams. Okay. So there's no way that that like that many people are watching a stream and Twitch is just like cool with it. Right. Are reputable people doing it? That's what I'm saying. Like thousands of people are watching like a, a specific stream. So I'm assuming that it's like a regular oh. thing with like big streamers. And they do that, and it's okay. Okay. I mean, if anybody else knows any different, tweet at us. We won't read it, and we'll do it anyway and probably get sued. But uh, no, I think that that's something that you can do as long as it is readily available online. Um, so I want to do – I mean, I've had this idea for like a couple of weeks. I want to do Yo Mama. I want to do that MTV show. Oh, Yo right. Mama. Yeah. Yo Mama think, would be great. I think that would be a really good one. And then uh, I don't know. There are some other like TV show ideas that I think would be really good. Nice. So we're going to do that first, maybe the three and hour and 15 minute diss track of, of LCP. We got to, we got to figure out our priorities here. Do we continue doing the thing that we've been doing that people seem to like, or do we go dark for, I don't know, like two years and then come back? What we should do is we should, we should do a live stream on Twitch of us coming up with the diss track and then yeah. we'll just tell the chat to clip it every time we come up with a good, a good idea, a good, yes. a good couple bars. And then we'll take the, some of those clips and turn it into like an hour and 15 minute long diss track. That's what musicians do. They'll just hit record and just noodle around for like 45 minutes, go back and listen to it later and be like, Oh, that part was cool. That part was cool. <laughs> we, right. should, we should become a podcast jam band where we yeah. just record for five hours and then take like 40 minutes. Yeah, I think that people, like a lot of podcasts do that. They podcast for a very long time and then they edit the piss out of it, which would be cool, I guess. But I don't know. That that's It seems kind of like cheating. Yeah, it's, it seems like you're really like duping the audience there. You right. What you get for uh, from us... I mean, we might be the best pound for pound podcast in the world because you rarely hear anything on this. You really don't hear anything that uh, that we we've said on on a live mic. Yeah, Our that's true. Are lightly edited. Yeah, 
Did you feel like, yeah, we went like 10 minutes too long. Is there anything in there that, is there like a 10 minute period that wasn't that good? Went back and listened through it. Nope. It was all really good. So it all made it. So every show is a live show. Right. Uh, Let's get to a a read here. And it's about something kind of serious because there are a lot of reasons that you could need to talk to somebody, whether something's getting in the way of your happiness, got some goals you aren't meeting or really you can just have anxiety throughout the wazoo. There is a million reasons and Lord knows I probably rattled like 60 of them off on this podcast at various points. BetterHelp is going to assess your needs and then match you to your own licensed professional therapist. If you need that sort of thing, you can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient and you start communicating within 24 hours. This is professional counseling. You can hit up your counselor whenever you want, send them a message and they'll get back to you in a a pretty timely manner. If you don't mind me kind of sounding like a, an answering machine there. (laughs) So you don't have to, you don't have to go sit in a waiting room where they're, they're bringing the therapy to you. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's obviously going to be more affordable than some traditional offline counseling and financial aid also available. This is available for clients worldwide. It's a broad range of expertise available, which might not locally exist in your area. So BetterHelp could be of use to to you there. They got licensed professional counselors specialized in, really, they run the gamut. Stress, depression, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, grief, anything. And of course, what you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And there's plenty of testimonials. You can go on their website and find plenty, plenty there. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional 50 counselors in all 50 states. So start living a happier life today. If that's where you, if that's where you're shooting for, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com/brunch. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H e l p dot com slash brunch. Good job. Uh, I know you're a therapy guy, but we did get offered a like uh, if we want to do a trial or whatever with BetterHelp, they offered it to us. So I think I might do it. I think yeah. I might. I think I might give it a shot. Um, yeah, I'm interested. I'm currently uh, whatever the uh, therapy version of single is. I, mm. I've I've been I've been sans therapist for quite a while now. Are you and, on a break? And I'll tell you, I could have used one at points during these last however many months. And I'm like, yeah. damn. And then I'm like, yeah, but is it going to be tough trying to sign up for one online and everything? So it's cool that uh, BetterHelp exists. So if you want to you want to check that out, you can go ahead. Betterhelp.com slash brunch. Um, have you been, uh, you've been checking out the bubble much? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I've been, uh, I just followed a couple days ago, like NBA bubble on Twitter. Oh, I've been following that thing since the yeah. second, like <laughs> I was its first follower. I was so ready for bubble content. Uh, I mean, I've, I was for sure ready for bubble content. I was extremely excited when I found out that they were going to be at Disney world because it's just, that just seems like uh, a circus of a bubble. So I, I'm interested in it. It's ha- it has sort of underwhelmed so far. 
Yes. I don't really know what I expected though. <laughs> like, so I've actually, I'm actually, I understand why you would say it's underwhelmed, but I love it so far. I think it's like, it's like the first episode of the bachelorette where they gather all these guys and like, they throw this uh, extravagant party for them. And they're like, all right, this is going to be a big thing. We're all going to get to know each other. And everybody just immediately like makes their little clicks and gets super drunk. All the bubble is they they've they've brought in DJs, they've brought in all these things for entertainment for the players, and they're like, No, we're just gonna sit in our room and shotgun beers. That's the oh, funniest yeah. thing in the world to me. You know what it is? Just constantly shotgunning at you, all times. you know what it is? It's college. Oh, clearly, clearly. Yeah. They're on this. That is exactly what college is. Suppose so supposedly they say that that, that uh that's like very aau that's uh, awesome is that this has like a real like travel team on uh, a trip kind of vibe well, to it i mean that's the peak of life is like being on a travel team with the boys and mm. just getting shacked up in like a, a shitty hotel and just watching movies playing video games getting snacks from the vending machine at like 11 p.m yeah staying up late maybe watching a movie it's the best now you, you throw in millionaires who are at Disney World in like these pretty nice hotels. That's way cooler. So, and I and I like that because the, it's not really heightened with the million dollar, the bajillion dollar not hotel in the bubble. thing. <laughs> right? They're like they're doing what like any kids would do. And when I say right. kids, I mean like late teens, early early twenties. So I think it's hilarious. I think that right now TNT is blowing an opportunity. They should have a show every night that's called like from the bubble and have like Shaq, Ernie, the whole crew there and players whenever they want are free to just like stop by the set. That'd be and it could just be shit. like a rotating thing. They just have like a, a producer hang out to the side and just be like, deal with the players. They come in just be like, Oh uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hi Luca. Sorry. You just got to go. Wait, they got somebody up there now, but he's going to be down in a couple minutes. Then you can run up. And like they're they're probably all going to be buzzed, and they're going up saying silly things. Chuck stone was, sober saying way sillier things. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say that that would work until like one player came by absolutely blasted and said some shit that got him in trouble, and then they're like, "All right, we're we're shutting this down." Yeah, but you know what? If the Bruins got away with doing their their game seven, they barely so, got away with that. Did they? Yeah, they pulled they pulled the uh, like the replay down from the internet. Oh yeah, well, the next day. I I like the the bubble content. I am getting a little, I'm going a little crazy with the like the the, the talk of sports logistics and return to play logistics is going to fry my brain. Yeah, it's the worst. I say I wrote, I wrote that this morning. I was just like, even if you don't think that this shit is going to work, like the NBA or the NHL or even like the NFL, even if you don't think that it's going to work, just fucking pretend for me because I'm so sick of talking about like the logistics of whether or not this is going to work. Let's just, let's just be as blindly positive as we can be and just talk about the sports for a little while. And I, I think that people don't care. Like, I think that people are like, yo, tell me whether it's happening or not. Like, I yeah. don't care for you to, to guess whether it'll be tough to, to do this well, thing or what kind of right. uh, limitations you can have. Like, I think that at this point, like everybody has discussed all of them. 
a million times with every person they know. And they're like, yo, give me sports or give me nothing. That's why thank God for uh, MLS being back. Just put on those games, turn my brain off. They're terrible, by the way. The MLS MLS games are so bad, dude. Not from what I've seen so far. (laughs) That's because you don't watch the EPL or anything. Like you were just like watching little league baseball being like, this is the peak of sports. (laughs) Oh no. I've watched the, they're they're good games though they're close there's like comebacks they're it's close a- but the play is terrible and the clip that i saw yesterday of uh like a team giving away the ball and the dude sprinting the length of the field and then like shooting on an uh, like one-on-one shooting off a defender and <laughs> deflecting into the net i was like holy shit this is so bad uh but no like i also think that there's an element of the like at this point, we know that nobody really knows what they're talking about. So discussing all of these things, like there's just so much uncertainty and unknown that you have to like, just assume that everybody is bullshitting. Yeah. But I mean, I am, I'm glad that at least there's some sports to watch right now. There's going to be more soon. And if you're interested in, in betting on those, boy, do we have a partner for you. Our pals at betonline.ag, they've got you covered because there's no shortage of action going on at betonline.ag. Sports are making their comeback. They've got UFC, NASCAR, and soccer already back. But guess what? You're going to have MLB back soon. You're going to have NBA back soon. I think, what is NBA? MLB is back in exactly a week from today when we're recording. Um, NBA is back in exactly two weeks from when we're recording and then NHL is back like a a day away after uh, NBA. So a lot of things on the horizon here. Plus you've got UFC and and all that. So uh, if you need more bet online also has simulated NFL, NBA and UFC happening every day. So you can go there to check that out and bet on that. But if you're looking for something else and you're not a sports fan, Oh, they got you covered there too, because bet online has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. So visit betonline.ag and use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts at betonline.ag. How did you enjoy the the uh, Twitter experience uh, of the, the blue checkmark freeze out? I mean, it wasn't ideal, but I... I like not tweeting by my own choice. I don't like being locked out. Right, being told you can't tweet. It's yeah. Then then you're like, yo, no, I'd I just give anything. Tweet. <laughs> yeah. Give anything. It's it's like when a doctor when they say like, hey, before you go to uh, get a procedure, and they're like, yeah, all right, your procedure is at seven a.m. Just don't eat anything after <laughs> like two a.m. And you're well, like, I mean- how can I do that? Oh, <laughs> like, I'm gonna think about his food. Well, I mean, that doesn't exactly apply to me because I always want to eat after like 2 a.m. Uh, but like, it, it's like the first couple of weeks of coronavirus where they were just like, all you need to do is not touch your face. And I was like, well, I wasn't thinking about it. Now I'm right. thinking about not touching my face. And oh my God, my face is so itchy. I got nothing but hands on the face right now. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was fine. The jokes were kind of funny. The, I thought that the retweets were pretty good since like we couldn't tweet. Yeah. Uh, the verified retweets were pretty good. I, I had a nice little drill retweet. Was, yeah? Yeah. It's just like, uh, uh, I don't know. I forget what it was. It was I don't follow it, that like, account. 
I don't either, but like I see the retweets all the time. And I mean, he tweets too much, but man, when he hits and like you see the most popular ones go around, you're like, wow, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I I am interested to to know how was it who first discovered. Wait, but I can retweet myself. <laughs> who was yeah. like so badly trying to tweet and was like. He just needed that fix, man. Wait, got to get, got to get my takes off. And then once people, I mean, I thought that was kind of cool. It was very organic. Nobody, like, I didn't see somebody tweet. I didn't see like a non-verified person tweet. Hey, if you have a blue check mark, you can retweet yourself. I learned that from seeing other blue check marks retweet themselves. So I was like, okay, zip zap zorp time. Let's, let's, let's get this shit. And just jumped into, to some of the oldies. I will say I've always kind of feared the blue check mark. I've always thought that blue check mark is like going to be a bad thing. I feel like it gives like you like a target on your back, kind of. For sure. I mean, I I got that. I was. I never argue with people about sports on Twitter anymore. But I got into it today for some reason. Somebody was like, oh, "Julian Edelman is the best postseason receiver ever." I was like, "Dude, he's played in a million postseason games. <laughs> he has like seventy receiving yards a game. Like if Larry Fitzgerald played." In as many postseason games as Julian Edelman, that like just 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 stop it, stop it. So I was in that argument with that person. Someone's like, "How do you even have a blue check mark?" And I was like, I "Haven't heard that one in a while." I but always like, hear that one, like, dude. Oh, oh, got a blue check mark, so you think you're tough? Like, yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> that I get that one all the time, and it's like that's the worst thing that you could say to somebody because it just comes off as like. I'm mad that I don't have a blue check. How did this guy have a blue check mark? I want to say who cares about a blue check mark? But yeah, seriously, whenever, but when you get when you got the blue check it is, mark, was cool. you were like, "Wow, I, like, I really made. I've arrived." Yeah, I, I mean, like if they took it away from me, I wouldn't care. But like, I was, I was pretty pumped when I got it. But now people are like, "I guess they give blue check marks to anybody these days." And I'm just, and my my response is always. Yeah, they pretty much do. <laughs> Yo, who talks about blue check marks on Twitter? That is the like people that loserish the, stuff. The people who don't have them, that's the only people that talk about it. I probably no. tweeted about like, "Yo, I want a blue check mark before I had one." I bet that like people do that. Yeah, for sure. But like th- that's what I'm saying, like you only want it when you don't have it. When you do have it, I think that if you talk about it, it's just like the the lamest thing ever. I don't ever think about the fact that I do have one. And it's just like, I don't think that my experience with Twitter has changed at all from having one. You know, it would be hilarious. Uh, like Twitter persona take on, maybe I'll do it out of boredom. Just being like really amped on having a blue check mark. Like I'm going to change my bio to like verify this. I do this. And yeah. I'm verified. <laughs> I'm verified. So you might want to listen. So you might want to <laughs> listen to what I'm saying on here, folks. You know, people do, do like uh, retweets don't and don't equal endorsements. You should yeah. say like verified tweets equal correct. <laughs> and then I'll take my, I'll add a, a, a low opacity uh, blue check mark over my headshot. So like, like, like my whole Twitter account is devoted to the fact that I'm verified. 
Dude, you should uh you should put you should like make you should when you whenever you post like a picture you should put like a little watermark in the corner that's your handle with right, the with check the mark check next mark. Yeah. yes oh yeah hell yeah you know what's bad too is when uh when the people do uh accounts and then they they come up with like the fake blue check marks Oh yeah, put, like the emojis next to them, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm fake verified." They try to trick people into thinking oh. they're verified. <laughs> uh, Misty did that. I mean, I like it when it's somebody like when it's like a parody thing. Yeah, but like people, like legitimate, like quote unquote average Joe, the peasants of Twitter, trying yeah. to trick people into thinking that they're verified. No, M- Misty did that. Somebody <laughs> tweeted something at him. And I think it was like complimentary, but like he quote tweeted something and the account, I don't know if it was like a diamond or something, but they, they had some emoji next to their name and like Father John Misty retweeted that person. And then like <laughs> the next day, like his next tweet, you saw he added that thing to his <laughs> handle, but I think he was already verified. <laughs> He's double verified. The only, the only user on Twitter double verified. Double bagging the old, uh, the old blue check mark. Yeah, no, I got, I got to think about it, about it. But I think that there could be some decent content there. The issue is like, how do you explain to the people that already follow you? I guess like people that already follow me know that like, I, I'm just like down to do some weird shit. So I mm-hmm. guess I won't have to explain like, hey, this is this is a bit. It's also like a nice hey if you listen to brunch, you get it. You're in the brunch That's family, right. you get it. This is a brunch exclusive. They'll be like, what is what is he doing? I don't get it. Oh, he explains on this episode. Hey, did you listen to that episode? Yeah. So what was the explanation? Oh, he thought it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was like, what if I did this? And like, that was it. It was a very short segment. They workshopped a couple of potential tweets and changes to, to the, his uh, cover photo, but that's it. So I've been trying to, I've been trying to change my Twitter handle for like two years and like the one that I want is just being squatted on. And if you change your Twitter handle, you lose it, you, you lose the verified badge. And I wouldn't even give it a second thought. I would just fucking don't yeah. care. Don't yeah. Care. I want, I think I care more about that. The handle I want than the, the blue check mark. What's the handle you want? Is it just Blackburn at, at Blackburn? Yeah. You've wanted that your whole life. So man. bad. And it makes me so mad that the one the person who has it has sent exactly one tweet and oh, it yeah. was like 13 years ago and the one tweet is sitting here on the computer doing nothing i got you that beat. is the ultimate spit in the fucking eye i i was gonna say i got you beat but maybe i don't dj bean on twitter is did the same thing they had one tweet let's see if it's still there it was globo esporte yep he still has one tweet from 2009 and he's just sitting there. I don't really care. I'll, I'll use the underscore. I think it, it's weird when the when the second letter of your first name, or when the last letter of your first name it's is capitalized. capital. Yeah. Then it it would be weird if I did like DJ Bean and it was like capital DJ B no like capital DJ no space then capital B. You know. So I'm I cool think that you underscore. should you should change yours to Brave Dave. I should do something that. Would be like cool. That. I I came upon this yesterday accidentally. My Twitter account is way more obnoxious than my Instagram account. Yet my Instagram account has the obnoxious handle. D. Yeah. It's a million. Yeah, that's true. Ease. I think that, yeah, I think like your Twitter account would 
be more befitting of like, like a brave Dave a Bean. dumbass, yeah, dumbass handle. But if you do, if I went with like Brave Dave Bean, I'd need to have, I need to have like an accompanying photo shoot, and shit. yeah, you'd have, to, you'd have to like fully, fully dive into the persona. Yeah, I like more the idea of sticking with DJ Bean with Who's a blue check mark, idiot, <laughs> and all he cares about <laughs> is how he's got a blue check mark. I got you know what I can I'll make a T-shirt that's got a, like a blue check mark of it and like my my Twitter photo my avatar will just be me like standing there or how people will stand in front of like a mural or whatever and take mm-hmm. a like an artsy photo I'll just Photoshop out the mural and make it like a big blue check mark yeah I'm verified you should make it like one of those so, shitty yeah. one of those like shitty Zoom backgrounds and it's just the verified badge. Yeah, or like you can clearly see that it's not your actual background, and you set it as a, like a, a like a JPEG in the background of a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I wish the background, I wish the Zoom background life was easier. You can't really do it. You can't really do a fun Zoom background without like your lights going crazy, right, and everything popping in and out, looking all weird. You got to have good good lighting, and um, certainly helps to have a green screen. Yeah. I, I was actually, thinking about. I was actually thinking about getting a green screen. Yo, I can't say why, but I was thinking about getting a green screen too. And like, really? Like, yeah. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk offline. But um, yeah, I I might need a, a green screen for something. And I was like watching tutorials on doing green screen stuff and how to make it look good. But I can. Can you buy think, in bulk? <laughs> I think you. I think the move might be just making one, man. Really. Yeah, you can make one. But like I was watching the video on how to make one. They were like, now, you got, it's important you angle this light here. Otherwise, it's going to look like a crappy green screen. And I was like, perfect. Who does a green screen <laughs> trying to make it look good? Yeah. If you do a green screen, it's because you want to look like a crappy. Like, you want it to be like the, like the Mr. Tillman uh, right. like audio video, whatever he put up. Like, like, it, even if you have a good green screen, who the fuck are you like? Who are you fooling? Oh, nobody. No, nobody's ever watched somebody in front of a green screen and been like, he is there. And you yeah. can, and when you're watching a green screen, there's very little chance the next words out of your mouth aren't green screen related. <laughs> yeah. You're not like, isn't this a, isn't this great? Whatever they're like, they're talking about. You're like, I wonder how they make that green screen. work. <laughs> <laughs> it is true like there's if even if like the thought green screen comes into your mind it is 100 percent a green screen green screens are like up there on the stuff that people love to point out because it like gives them some sense of hey i know this thing or like i understand this thing very similarly this was a huge week for the did you know one time the drummer (laughs) Oh, of the yeah. band Fleet Foxes was this guy, Josh Tillman. Uh, some, some video went around of, it's like, watch the Fleet Foxes play this song with Josh Tillman in parentheses, Father John Misty on drums. And there was like quite a bit of a, there was like a healthy spike in the Josh Tillman was in Fleet Foxes conversation. You know who did know that? Who? The two guys from this podcast. That's right. But the, the, like, I think that that's high on the list, though, of things that people think people don't know. They love to bring it up whenever they can. 
Right, but like every like if you've heard of Father John Misty, there's like a around like if you like Father John Misty, we'll say you probably know that he was in Fleet Foxes. One of the first things that you learn about Father John Misty. What are other things? I mean, like the it's I always say that like the Misty thing is uh, the Julian Edelman played quarterback of music facts, but there's a lot of things like that. People are like, hey, you know, you know, nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor. You think she wrote? I bet you think she wrote it. Nope. It was Prince. Prince wrote that song. And Blinded by the Light, it was Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So who's the genius now? And you're like, oh, yeah, I, I knew that. Like, that's like a, a lot of people bring that, that little factoid up. What are those? What are those for brunch? Because we definitely have some of those. Like, uh, did you know? Yeah. Did you know that uh, the guy from Sing Street was actually in Midsommar? <laughs> yes. Uh, there is. Uh, what is the. Uh, uh, oh, uh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, Amy, Amy Winehouse's. Uh, oh, is, is a cover. Valerie's yes, a cover. Yeah. That's Valerie a big one. is a cover. And I like to double down on that where people will be like, come on, dude. You all know that everybody only knows the Winehouse version. And I'm like, actually, you're talking about the Ronson version. The Winehouse version is like a slow, jazzy number. And mm. no one knows that one. <laughs> it was when they finished recording that, Mark Ronson said, wait, can we do one more take of it? And we'll try it with the Can't Hurry Love beat. And that is the version that everybody knows. It's by Mark Ronson. Amy Winehouse just sings on it. Everyone knows that. Boom. Mm. Fucking roasted. Yeah. Uh, and a big one for me uh, that relates to you is that uh, Adam DeRitz uh, sound, sings backup vocals. Oh, yeah. Avenue Heartache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. that is, you told me that one, and boy, you were, you were thrilled to uh. divulge that information to me. Yeah. And I just, I always link it back to you. I remember exactly where I was when you told me and it blew my mind. It did. It did that. I didn't know that. So, I mean, I'm not knocking that like sensation of like being excited to be like, Hey, I know that's a green screen or Hey, did you know Father John Misty was in Fleet Fox? It does feel good when you bring that up. Like I, I would always, I always say like, I'm like, man, everyone loves the Natalie and Brulia version of Torn, Torn just but. to let people know <laughs> that I'm saying like the night when people are like the Natalie and Brulia version, who else would sing it? I'm like, uh, the original artist because it's a cover mm, DJ strikes again. <laughs> but it like, so I think that, that like there, it, I'm not doubting the, the joy that you get in sharing that information, but I do think that there is a, a sense of like, if there's a if there's a chance there's a chance that this person doesn't know this yes. <laughs> i'm about to fucking blow their mind oh, yeah <laughs> definitely like and a lot of times when you do it you're like there's a pretty good chance this person does know this <laughs> yeah but i'm still gonna put myself out there and when you put yourself out there and they do know that if you're like boy looks like they're working with a green screen huh and someone's like yeah no shit buddy they're like oh <laughs> yeah. i feel really stupid yeah yeah. So, fuck i thought i had something there yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is like the ultimate you know how the, there's like the twitter response like thought you thought you had something king or something <laughs> that is what that is they, they said they say thought you had something king yeah that's so nice no it's not it's, it's like man you you thought you had something there didn't you and fuck <laughs> yeah i did but i, I like did. ending i like ending it with king I might have thrown that in. I might, I mean, my, me just being a nice person. I, I, I like the idea of like cleaning up Twitter that 
teeny bit where like you're still being you're still, a jerk. Like, mocking that person. Yeah. Like uh what's uh, who's the guy? Um uh, John Cryer? Yeah. From um Two and a Half Men. Two and a half men, yeah. There was a video of this woman uh singing the national anthem and she was like in a park and a guy was walking by and he walked over and he started singing in harmony with her. And it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a, a nice, nice little video. And I don't know when this was, it was, I think it was a while ago, but like it was getting spread around of like these two strangers just singing together. Like, isn't this, I think, I think it was, I think, well, like one of them was white, one of them was black or something. And it was like, so it was being spread and like presented as like, uh, Hey, this is just a small little moment, but shit, man, like there can be like a good 10 seconds in the day or whatever. And anyway, uh, John Cryer tweeted it with like, man, it takes some balls to just walk up to somebody and sing the high harmony on, uh, the national anthem but I'm glad he did it. And I responded. I was like, yeah, it's a lower harmony. Oh no, (laughs) you dick. (laughs) You fucked up. And like all the responses were like, I'm crying at this. This is so beautiful. And I was like, yo, you mean, well, I think I said that. I was like, yo, like I fuck with your message, but you're, you're incorrect. You (laughs) fucked up King. (laughs) That's awesome. You're that is half like, a man on this one. <laughs> <laughs> where where are the other two men? <laughs> where are the other two men, King? <laughs> oh, we gotta start saying shit like that to people. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that might be the best insult. <laughs> Where are the other two? That has to enter the brunch lexicon. <laughs> when somebody fucks up, just go, Where are the other two men? <laughs> it doesn't make sense in any other context. But it's so fucking funny. Where are the other two men? <laughs> like when teams. <laughs> when teams will like post stuff on Twitter of like uh, a like an injured player practicing, like yeah, he's back. I want to quote you with like, "Where are the other two men, King?" <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's, that's it. For half a man. <laughs> that's it. Oh man, that's really really good. Fuck yeah, it. I like. The, what, I, I'm gonna forget like what the phrasing of that was. And everything. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> it's not like we're, we're recording this right thing. Where. Or the other. Uh, by the way, I uh, speaking of John Cryer, I watched Big Time Adolescence uh, over the oh, weekend. Oh, he's in that. He is. He plays the dad of the of the kid, uh, and that movie's really good. That movie's really good. I liked it a lot. We it makes me very mad, or uh, I guess it doesn't make me very mad. But <laughs> our our uh, discussion about Pete Davidson doesn't age well with the the ignorance that we showed towards. Big time adolescence. Oh, because like he had a good one uh, under his belt already. Yeah, yeah, he was really good in Big Time Adolescence, and uh, I mean that movie came out this year, and and I think that it sort of flew under the radar. Oh, it's that. Oh, okay, it's I a twenty twenty it... release. Wow. So somebody, um, somebody asked me that like right after we saw um, uh, the King of Staten Island because they were like, I like 
big time adolescence better. And I think you would too. You guys should check that out. And mm-hmm. shit, we should have. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you did now and I'll, I'll check it out. There's, there's another movie everyone's talking about too. There's like a phone plane movie or something. What's it? Really? You, you, it's a, you brought it up to me. I thought people were tweeting about it. It's like a stupid movie, right? Oh, Money Heist. Money Phone, yeah. Or Money Plane, Money Plane. Well, yeah, I knew that. I thought there was like a plane. Yeah, money, money Plane. I don't, that's not a good one. I think that's like a so bad, it's kind of funny, you got to check it out sort of deal. You know what, though? I don't really like... Did you ever watch Sharknado or any of those things? Yeah, it was like a... But I think that like that's that was made intentionally to be bad. Yeah. I don't think that this was made intentionally to be bad. And this one has Kelsey Grammer, I believe. So oh, okay. like, oh, that so sounds pretty cool. Like they right. invested in it. <laughs> as long as it wasn't made intentionally to be bad, then I'll watch it. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Uh, remember uh, Dog Court? Yes, I do. Yeah. I saw a video on my phone of you trying to explain Dog Court to an Uber driver while wasted in Atlanta. Oh, really? Yeah. Why not get that off the ground, man? That would be, that'd be a, good time a pretty good it. show. You remember what the pilot's about? It's, uh, it's Dogs in Court. Yeah, yeah, but did you remember like the the, the case? No. So this is a this is the the most court thing ever, or like lawyer procedural ever. A guy, a lawyer, main character. Oh, let's make let's make the you know what let's 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 make the uh, main character uh, a a woman. All right, main, okay. so the main character thinks she's gonna get made partner, and. She's got to do, she's like, oh, if I win this case, I get made partner. And they're, they're saying a lot of things to her, like, hey, be nice to have another partner on the firm and like really think I'm going to get made partner. And then at the end, they name somebody else partner. Mm-hmm. That happens in every court thing ever. Someone thinks they're going to get named partner, which to me, I'm like, Joe, just, I got to take the, the Becker approach. No expectations, no disappointment. Yep. You ever watch Becker? That on Peacock? Nope. No. That's a spinoff of Frasier, right? Is that, how we, got, is is that how we a, got around to this thing? No. Becker is a... Uh, I think Becker is nothing. I think Becker... No. Uh, what's, uh, Frasier is a spinoff of Cheers. Oh, yeah. That's right. And Ted and, Danson is in Cheers, and they are both in it with Kevin Bacon. Five degrees. Bam. 